I get a feeling there's going to be a riot. I don't read the newspapers because they all have ugly prints. Welcome to another episode of Safe Space. It is good to be here. Very excited episode. You know, I've been doing this uh, rant show for a while. I decided I just wanted, I like ranting, so I decided to do a rant show for a little while. And I like it, but I also like having some people in where I can just like one-on-one talk. So I decided like every like four show, I'll bring somebody in. And I decided it was time to have uh, her back in the saddle because, you know, we were so intertwined for so long. And then, like, over, like, the last two years, we've kind of just did our own thing, went our own way. And I just wanted to catch up and see how she's doing And because uh, I know she's doing some great stuff. Uh, please welcome Vicky Pezza, everybody. Hello, Sam. How are you, Vicky? I'm great. How are you? I'm so happy you're back. It's been a long time since we podcast. And, uh, you know, I've uh, once in a while you'll pop up on my uh Twitter, you'll say something to me or I'll say something to you on Twitter. And it just made me think about the old times, how we didn't talk and how like (laughs) probably it just got weird. And I'm most likely at fault as much as anybody. 100%. Okay. Uh, And I'm not against that. I'm not against that. And I am ready to hear it. Oh my God. How exciting. Okay. And it's totally cool. And I'm rolling to do. Real quick before I get into anything, I am going to be at the Chicago Comedy Bar this Friday, Saturday, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So come out. And uh, big announcement, the night show in Vegas, we decided to cut the cord. And that will not be happening next week. We're just going to cut it and then figure out what I want to do next year at another casino. So thank you for everybody who came out and support. It was a wonderful run. Bitches be crazy, so shit happens. So we are back in. Uh, like I said, Vicky, uh, welcome back. It's good to see you. Thanks, you I'm too. happy you're here. You look wonderful. You seem like you've changed a little bit, really? maybe. <laughs> like you don't wear the glasses anymore. Did you ever wear the glasses? Sometimes, I feel like you did wear glasses. Sometimes. I, I usually have green contacts. Okay. Clear ones. And your hair's a little different, right? Really you're, long. Uh, yes. Yeah. You're wearing it different. Has anything else changed since we, uh, what has it been, two years? Jesus. I don't think so. <laughs> Nothing, Jay? Nothing. Just say, I'm still a huge pothead. That's I great. I still basically live in do Ventura? No, do, yeah, live in Simi. Nothing but podcasts. You have more much. dogs now? I've I double downed on dogs since you, last time. You have two dogs? I have two dogs, two, both Pitbull mixes. That's great. Both I've been rescues. thinking about doing charities for Pitbulls. I think that'd be a great idea. I think that pit bulls are the most under uh, misunderstood breed out there. That there's some assholes that get hold of pit bulls because there's this whole lore that comes with them. That they're like these badass dudes, and the real at the end of the day, they just want to be cu- they just want to cuddle, and they're little babies, and they want to be loved like any other organism in the world. Yeah. And they only get turned into bad things by bad people who beat them and make them do bad things. I agree with that. I got out of two of them. One of them is like adorable, sweet, the sweetest dog ever. That's a Weimaraner pit bull. The Boston Terrier pit bull, a little bit more like um, food, has food aggression, hates little kids. Like, I don't, I don't know what we're going to do. Can't have little kids with that dog. The um, dog hates little kids? Hates little kids, is afraid of little kids. I Look, he also has a crooked tail. So there might have been an incident. Where you gra- they grabbed there the tail? Yeah, there might have been an incident. At yeah. Maybe with a sliding glass door, yeah. which he seemed to know what the door was right away to okay. go piss outside. Um, so, But I think it's more the Boston Terrier in him because he's pure Terrier. So I think that this is just, what if you gave a Boston Terrier the strength of a pit bull? Then you get Cody. Yeah. But Audrey's a little angel. And she's okay. the one with like the big chest, the big thick like that Kurt Angle looking yeah, neck yeah. you know what I mean no I get what you're talking about <laughs> like she has the look and then I have this mutant who's like a little bit of an asshole but I love them both so much yeah it's so interesting when they have personalities and you don't yes. realize that about a dog until you get a dog like and I'm sure it's the same thing with cats I've been thinking about getting a cat I just want a cat Aww. I've never owned a cat and I think Pollyanna is the closest thing to a cat Pollyanna is a shit talking dog so smart 
And it's so funny because I was talking about this on stage the other day about how Pollyanna is so smart, but yet she does dumb shit too. <laughs> you know, like like she'll literally like like get on my door of my car and push down the window and just stare at me as she pushes down the window like, yeah, I don't need you. And then she'll like figure out ways to open the door and walk out. And I look out and she almost like she's moonwalking, flipping me off as she does it. But then we get a balloon and she like freaks out like Wayne Ryder from Stranger Things, like seeing a fucking monster. And just, ah! It's like it's a balloon, Mensa. <laughs> you fuck. Right? So it's so weird, but I'm a big dog person. I've been, I, I, this guy found a charity that kind of helps pit bulls. I just wish like people would stop breeding them and turning them in the fight. I don't understand how people are cool with hurting other things. No, it's I so don't sad. get it. Now, I know that you are, what is that sound? The, oh, there's something going on. There's I a love- break in. There's a break-in, some fire, where the shootings. Door's <laughs> locked, right? Is the door locked in case they're shooting some shit up? Okay. Nobody cares. Brenton, you're not going to try locking? If in case there's some a fire, weird... should we just go out like this? Yeah, why this not? how we well, end it? Doing what we love. <laughs> podcasting. Um, so, yeah, so now you're working on two podcasts. I know you went on to uh, uh, Point versus Point. Yes, also on this network. Okay, so and that and can you break that down for them for anybody who doesn't listen to? It, they might want because uh, we both have a mutual love of uh, of Gareth Reynolds, full full homo, yeah. full homo. <laughs> and we'll get into that too. Yes, it's Gareth Reynolds and Evan Mann, and um, we market it or just talk about it as if it's a real debate news show, which it's not at all. We use real news stories. Um, but it's just Evan is a somewhat reasonable person and Garrett's character is just a fucking maniac who who doesn't know any facts, who's just like like right now with the election, the whole show switched because the whole time it's been like two years of Gareth being like, fuck Obama. And now like Evan's character's like devastated and Gareth's like, we're in the locker room. <laughs> we're in the locker room, baby. Yeah. So it's only 30 minutes too. So it's a nice short one. I find that people like those podcasts. Nice and quick. I think there's some <laughs> illusion going on that like, Everything has to be the Joe Rogan experience of like three hours. Yeah. And I know like, like I'm amazed how many people go, oh, dude, you know, I listen to you while I do drywall. You know, and there's right. this notion that you got to fill up a whole shift of drywalling. But I think people like three. I try to do this podcast at three minutes, it us- 30 minutes. It usually goes 45. But I like doing a simple right. show. Even that's good, like an hour or under an hour. I think at this point, I feel like. The people like Rogan or Kevin Smith or Corolla, anyone that goes long, they've been doing that for like seven years, yeah, eight yeah. years. Um, if if you're trying to get pe- like like people to listen to a new show, like they have their schedule, so you got to make something nice and consumable that That's they can the insert thing. into their their life every week. That's the biggest thing I try to tell like new people doing co- podcasts. First of all, I say don't even start a podcast. Start a, a YouTube channel, like a, a video blog that you can like pull the audio and maybe put it out as, as a podcast. Because I just feel yeah, like a good idea there me. is like an oversaturation yeah. going on. And uh, but what I tell them is like, dude, first of all, you got to come up with something that you see yourself doing 100 episodes yes. from now. And then you got to come up with something that is like executed like maybe you do ten of them before you start putting them out. To so like, okay, we got it. Now we start putting out because it is such an oversaturated market. Mm-hmm. Like, Punch Drunk was like the first of the comedians doing sports talk. Yeah. Then came Fire the Kid, and that just blew up. And now Jim Norton and Matt Sarah has even gone bigger than that. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're up against famous people now. You're yeah. up against everything. It's like such an oversaturated, and you're way more into the podcast scene than I am. Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I'm well, really one hundred. I like. Yeah. I've completely <laughs> been like. I do my thing. I listen to a couple sports podcasts, and, and I, 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 cook, I, 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 you know, I, I watch Rogan stuff on YouTube when I'm like doing nothing. I, I, I'll go down that rabbit hole if it's about something I want right. to hear. Yeah. But I, I'm really not into like listening to podcast unless a couple sports podcasts. Yeah, sometimes um, I almost always listen to this show, Tell Em Steve Dave. And yes. that's the main 
show. Like, that's a show where it's like, I'm going to listen every week. I'm going to listen to every single episode. And, of course, the ones I make, like, you know, I have to. Like, oh, so you work <laughs> on that to podcast, too? Um, I, I don't work on it, but I... You've um, offered I, your services. I make, yeah, like, I make raps for them, which is weird. <laughs> Do you have any examples of your raps that um, we could hear? I mean, like, uh, maybe on my phone. I'm not going to, like, start. No, just, can you just play rap. it on your phone so we could hear one? <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I could pull one up, I guess. But that's like all I all I really do for them, and they're in New Jersey anyway. So like when I went to New Jersey, like I went on their show. So that and was stuff. is it somewhat based on the comic book TV show, the comic book store show? It's it's two of the guys from that, Walt and Brian Johnson, and then it's one of the guys Q from Impractical Jokers. Oh, so it, it's like they're all friends at like they've all worked at that store at some point. Which one is the guy point. from Practical Jokers? It uh, Q. He has um, yeah. Yeah, beard. He always wears the hat. He's like, uh, oh, I guess, yeah, I the he heavier set than some of the other of guys. The lesser known of them, or I don't know why. I feel like there's two people that are to face that show. The dude who's kind of balding. Yeah. And then the one Mur. who, with the beard that always gets set up to, as kind of the butt of the joke. I've only watched a couple episodes lately. There's two dudes with beards. There's one guy with glasses with a beard, right? Mm, maybe Sal. Okay. I don't know. Let's hear your rap. Okay. Um, I want to hear here, it. I'll play. I, just play here. Yeah. All right. So wait. The the here's the setup to this. All right. All right so like this is how it'll go. Right. They'll be like, we're gonna do an episode about this theme. Can you make a rap about it? And it's right. like, okay. So this theme was like, um, it's their 300th episode, and they're gonna have a contest where someone has to marry this like um, second string character, get him, Steve Dave, they yeah. call him. He's just this maniac. Yeah. He's this maniac that would wander to flea be a, markets in okay. New Jersey. Is he a real character or is he, or is he a character? Oh no, he's real? a real person that they just dubbed him, get him, Steve Dave. I think that was his Twitter handle. Like he just kind of inserted himself into the show, which I guess I did too. He, but, was, so. a, he was a squatter, he, he owned the website. Yes. He bought, he bought tellemstevedave.com at the very beginning and tried to sell it to them. Like he was holding it ransom. Somehow became like this character on the show. So they're like, can you make um, a rap about him getting married or like, like this is what we're going to do. So like this is how I'll do it. This one's almost a little parody-ish because I didn't have to do like the, uh, I didn't have to make like the track or anything. You'll hear And they play these? Yeah, they put them in the episodes. So, like, I'll set it up. Can you hear it? Yes. Okay. How long can you go like this? Meaning? Are you happy? I wouldn't say I'm happy, happy. I mean, I'd like to have maybe a significant other, but... I think that's what changed. You wouldn't be at the bottle dump no more. I probably wouldn't be at the flea market all the time, and I am either, Yeah, so. yeah, I think... I don't know why you just don't go prostitution. 13%. That's me. Look, I like the podcast, too, but... One of y'all ain't could actually marry this dude, right? That's me too. on their show they're like so how long have you been rapping she's like i just do this for you guys like i just thought it would be funny to do <laughs> i was just you. like why don't you put out a rap album she could i'm going to yeah. i'm going to next year really yeah yeah i'm gonna the first one i'm gonna do is for these guys because they're like you should be selling these songs you yeah make. and i'm i already have six of them and i'm like all right well after new year's like 
first quarter 2017. Let me write a few more Let that me we tell don't you release. You should practice going on stage rapping these. I know you think I'm crazy. That's a niche, man. You rap about podcasts. There's nerd rap is big. I don't know if you want to consider yourself nerd. Yeah. But I mean, you're rapping about podcasts. I, I mean, mean that's, that's... Did, did you listen to the lyrics? Yes. <laughs> and you didn't get any of them because it's such inside nonsense. That's I, the thing. I assume it had so... to be with breaking up with somebody and. Yeah. <laughs> Them. It's like all the inside jokes of like their show. Dude, you should fucking totally twirl on that. <laughs> That's. I mean, it's your so your uh, editing skills are like fucking ninja at this point yeah and that's cut with because uh, that's almost straight ghetto superstar but uh, it's cut with closer like um you know don't don't so that's in there too and at the end that song like more are you making closer. money off your editing now yes you're making yes, good I money am. huh <laughs> yes really yes that's fucking yes, awesome good yeah. So you're doing the MMA podcast too, or the, are they? Uh... Yes. Yes. So yes. that came back around. Yes. Uh, I got. A, they called me. <laughs> three years later. Three years later, uh, Frank Shamrock called me and was, and I thought it was a mistake. You know, when you see somebody called you and you're like, oh, he butt dialed me. Right. But he left a message and he's like, we have another idea for a show. Mora wants to do another podcast. He's, he's about to start on WWE this week. Is he doing boxing still? Yes, that guy. He is never home. Do you under this guy's life? He's home like a day or two a week, I think and that's and great. inexplicably wants to podcast on those days. So like we recorded his house, and it's uh him and Boss Rutin. I love Boss Rutin. Oh, me too. Jesus, nicest guy in the world. Nicest guy in the world. Um, c- couldn't believe because him I didn't know. You know I knew Moro and Frank. Um, but yeah, they call me up and they're like, we got money. And I'm like, then I, then I have that's time. That's great. <laughs> so it's yeah, that's pretty fun. And now they just split their show in half. Why? So um, they're not getting along. Oh no 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 um no they they're both hosting both things. It was just too lengthy. It sometimes their show would be two hours. Sometimes it would almost be three hours. So they broke the podcast apart. Where now on Mondays they release all MMA and it's all combat sports. So it's like UFC, WWE. Um, kickboxing, glory, because he does glory, too, he announces for. Showtime boxing. So they talk sports, and now they release that on Monday. And Friday, it's called Combat Sports Carousel, but it's all in the same feed. Then Fridays, they do Rootin' and Ronaldo, which is now just, like, them talking about movies, them talking about what's, what's trending, like, just, you know... Other that it rec- that almost takes more editing. Yeah, it's like they'll start busting into songs. So then, like afterwards, like I'll go find the song and make it sound like they're singing to the song live. Oh, that's awesome! Like that. Yeah. So now it's like, but I really I only post produce the Friday one. So now it's like I don't even have to hear about MMA. <laughs> like it's so bizarre. The you whole don't like so MMA? Are you like non MMA person? I like it. I just I don't know about it. The the amount everyone else seems to. Right. Um, but, you know, in, I, I accidentally learn everything about it, you know, just by being around it. Um, but I wouldn't say, like, it's not something like they'll always, like, throw questions to me and stuff about, like, movies, TV. Like, I'll, I'll, I can tell you who an actor is. Right. But I, I can't give you my opinion 100%. on who's going to win a fight. And, uh, you know, it's not even appropriate, even though I have accidentally in my head predicted. Because a lot of the fights, it seems like since I started the show, have been upsets. Yeah, and where I'm kind of like, oh, like, like I thought I Have did think bit- Michael Bisping was gonna win, like you know, where, but like I never said anything because everyone seems so convinced he wasn't gonna win or you whatever. You should say it, something. It would be. They should have your picks. My, yeah, we should do it just for fun. Like, did here's you what I uh, think, knowing nothing? Do you ever go to the fights? Um, no, no. Have no. you ever asked to go? No, no, I've never. Asked do you want to go? I mean, if they were like, do you want to go to one? I would. Yeah, for sure. But it's uh, it's not something I'm really like after. Um, so you... I'd, I'd really rather go to WWE, to be honest. Why don't you ask them? Eh, I never do. Yeah, but that's retarded. Yeah, I know. Well, they do a lot. I think we go through life sometimes not want to ask for like favors. And I feel like there's people out there that all they do is ask for favors and yeah. they get shit because they ask for favors. Right, right. I just be like, dude, you got any extra tickets? Be like, fuck yeah. Especially since wrestling has made this insane comeback. It just seems like it's way bigger than it was like 10 years ago. Like, yeah. It ebbs and it flows. Like, you know, like I was really into the old man bod, dad bod 
wrestling, which was like Sergeant Slaughter, right. Iron Sheik, all that shit. And then it kind of went weird, and it's it's in this weird homoerotic kind of fucking fighting <laughs> now, where it's like shredded gay-shaped dudes who <laughs> love to fucking just hump each other, and like it's gotten really gay. Like in Japan, you ever see something Japanese wrestling? It's like. <laughs> It's like dudes giving fucking dude shockers, and it's just fucking really so weird. So it's edgy is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were just talking. Did I already talk about I know I talked about it before. Did I talk about on I the podcast? I don't think we talked about it on the air, no. About how, like, the new edgy in comedy is gay. Like, <laughs> I just, I watched two dudes, like, big-name comics talk about, like, sucking dick on stage. Like, And it's like, they're, I just don't know if you're in a bubble, though. I feel like that's a, a Hollywood bubble. Maybe. Like, dude, my- man, I'll suck a fucking dick. And it's, it's my, it was so crazy because he started talking about sucking dick and being called the N-word. And I used to have a great bit about me banging this Mexican and she just called me the N-word. And, I, and either crowds would go crazy or they'd turn on me. And now it's like I watch these people like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, dude, you never want to be the um what's it trailblazer you want right, to be the right. guy after the trailblazer right the guy in the trailblazer usually gets fucking arrows put in him dies of starvation it's the guy who follows going hey dude this is a nice path let me go through here and you just get to where you want to fucking go no scarlet fever down this yeah. path uh, what's this fucking skeleton dude right here <laughs> that's yeah that's you should fucking ask for that i'm i'm weird really weird like that Sometimes people take me for being, um, uh, like, arrogant and weird, and you might have opinions on this, so I'm waiting to hear. Uh, arrogant and weird, and I'm not saying that I'm 100%, but a lot of it is just I have crippling social anxiety. Like, I am not con- – like, one reason why, like, I get so crazy about the comedy store – and like getting spots there is because it's like it's one of the few places like I'm really comfortable. Right. Like I can hang out there for like three hours and not wig the fuck out. Yeah. Even like places like the uh, improv, like I can't get out of there quick enough. And it's nothing against anybody there. They're wonderful people, but it's just like m- my body starts getting fucking like shaking. Like like, uh, like I start just like it's like a, a it's like a tuning fork like. Boom, I just start, like, it starts shaking. I can't, I'm not comfortable, so I, I, I get the fuck out. And uh, and I don't like to bother people. That's, like, the point of the whole story is, like, I don't want, like, so I don't ask for any favors. Right. Whereas I know there's people out there that are constantly, hey, 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 hey. Right. I watch them do it. And, like, yeah, I'm sure they get turned down 90% of the time. Right. But it's that 10% that they get what they're looking for. Yeah, Steve Simone uh, taught me something. And it's pretty good advice, which is uh, sometimes you think people are thinking exactly what you're thinking. Yeah. And you expect them to offer or give you something because in your head you deserve this thing. Yes. It's as simple as asking. Yeah. Let somebody know the way you feel or the things you want. And that's it. In recovery, they say. It seems like such an obvious thing, but it's not. In recovery, they say. Uh, never expect somebody to honor a contract they never signed. Right. You're like, I did this for you. You should do it for me. It doesn't necessarily go. Right. Especially in a, a city of narcissism. Yes. Where it's like you help somebody. they Sometimes they don't appreciate the help because they feel it's their manifest destiny that they were going to uh, get it anyways. Like mm-hmm. you gave them this opportunity because they were so great and this is them on their path to greatness. Right. Right. So my point is you should ask. Yeah. So I want to get in with this, and I'm sure it's going to be an interesting conversation. And I wanted to uh, talk to you about a couple things. Uh-oh. And that was... The... I feel like there's a, a reason I'm here, and I don't know what it is. No, it was like... <laughs> there. I know you think there's something sinister here, and I will tell you there's okay. nothing. All right. It's just like... You know, it's like we were really close for a long time. I feel like at the end of the Naughty Show, we were bumping heads a lot. Yes. On a lot of shit. And, you know, I mean, without, you know, I, I would like to hear your side. But, you know, I, I got my feelings hurt. And, you know, I acted, there was parts of it where I acted stupid. And I'll be the first one to admit it. But I feel like we never had a conversation. I felt like... The podcast we did in your house was really weird, mm-hmm. and there was some weird energy, 
and that I didn't, and I'm not happy it ended that way. And right. like, I'm not afraid to, to be like, okay, I did some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and because I've had a history of dumb shit and I've done <laughs> dumb shit. My career is most likely where it is because I do dumb shit and I'm happy with where I am in my life and my career. I, I get to do everything I want to and I build my brands and stuff like that. And, but when I look at like where maybe some other people are, I could be like, oh, that'd be nice. But, you know, it is what it is. And probably from the direct uh, results of actions I've taken. Do you ever miss doing the naughty show? Honestly. Um, sometimes because I don't have a comparable outlet, I don't feel, um, where it's something even uh, – if I talk on Rutan and Ronaldo, that's not the same dynamic. They're steering the ship in a very different way. In a very, di- they're they're the host. I'm I'm there to press record. They're pulling me into their conversation. Aaron, I'm sure gets gets that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Aaron records, but he's allowed to. T- he feels free to talk whenever he wants to. Right. I don't feel free. Right. <laughs> I try to restrain myself as much as I can. You try to hold back. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, I'm punch drunk because I can understand because there's 90 people in the room. But whenever you have something to say, but on, on uh, this podcast, it's kind of like You're it's my podcast. So I gotta, <laughs> but you don't want to talk. If you no, don't want to talk, I, I'll just stare right into I'm the I'm happy to do it. Right. I just I don't want to become the focus of your show. Your okay. Show, your show. No, right. I respect yeah, yeah. that. And I get that. And and you're and it's like you know when you you're in your head rolling up here. You know, like that's the job you're doing is the engineering, where it's like you know you're not rolling up with topics you want to talk about. That that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's a totally saying. different, oh, yeah, yeah. different yes, dynamic. Yes, 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 and yeah. even on like point versus point, where it's like I'm this character that like I'm the producer, but that's a character too. And it's like, all right, we're gonna do a debate. You're gonna host the debate. So here's what we're gonna like. Everything's very mapped out. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's there's nothing where it's like. Oh man, you know this happened with my dog, or like like just some normal story, right? Um, so yeah, that I I I kind of miss that, right? Yeah, a lot a lot comes with your shows though. What? <laughs> a lot comes with them. Okay. And I feel like has and here's my question for you: Has everyone else you podcasted with on a microphone showed up, talked, and left? Is that is that your relationship with every other person? Like left in terms of what? No, no. They they show up. They do the show. They talk. They leave, and that is the end of the, that is the end of their episode. And even when they show, did they like? Did anyone else do research beforehand? Did anyone else edit? Did anyone else post the episode? No, no. It was nothing like that for anyone else. So you know. <laughs> Right, that's a little different. Okay, you know, it's a little, but a little in bit the of a end of it, scenario. it was a different scenario. Yeah, completely. But it was like where where you came from, what you you know when I met you, you were uh, glossary. Yeah, that's of right. a show, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, I'd like to have a female on the show. Why don't you come on? You came on once. It was a lot of fun. I brought you on, and we grew it, and it grew, and I felt like it grew. I, yeah, I feel like. I feel like my early years of the show handicapped the show because people never understood it. The problem with the whole Naughty Show brand was I let people define it as an adult porn star show, and it wasn't that. It was like just like chaos. Like I love the chaos of it, and there are episodes of that show that were so fucking good, right? and I miss that. And there's something else I want to say about the show that I feel like you never get credit for at all, and you should, especially in this climate with this election and everything, because here's something I need every listener to know. If you're reading tweets from people in L.A., I need you to understand they're all full of shit. Everyone's full of shit here, okay? You have to understand that. That's not a dig on Tripoli at all, because what I'm going to say is with the naughty show, show me another podcast that had as many female guests, that had as many gay or trans guests, that had as many diverse guests as your show did. Yeah. There isn't one. We were the best. Like, I had people going like, "That's why isn't this show fucking huge? Like, I used to listen to it, I'd be like, this thing is humming with gas. Like, there was a fucking way of everybody operating, and I know nothing's 100%. You know what we could never get? It was the Joe Rogan approval. That was the thing. He always said he was come on, and he never came on. And he would never give us the, uh, this is what I like. And I just felt it was good. 
I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed doing the show. Our show when we were at Playboy was fucking mastery. People, I my favorite thing was do was to watch people walk into the room and just see that and studio and be like, "What the fuck is this?" Because it was insane. Corporate. Yeah. You got to pass we like 10 security guards to even get to us. <laughs> yeah. We were the best thing on that show, For on that sure. channel. And she... And I can talk about that, too. I can talk and, about that and too. the dude who was the GM at the time, I'm not going to say his name, ran Playboy Radio into the ground, wouldn't listen to us. But I miss that show. I just... I miss all of that. I miss the chaos of that. I... I still to this day try to find a way to do something on the level of that. I enjoyed working with you, Vicky. I really did. At the end, for whatever reason, maybe because we were 200 shows in. No, there was a specific thing that happened for me. There was a very specific thing that happened that made me want to leave. Okay. And and what, what and I'm fine and and as soon as it was said to me I, I didn't want to do the show anymore it wasn't by you it was about you it was about how you it was it was one of your good friends telling me all you do is complain about me it was in a very lengthy very way and I know <laughs> who it is I know you know who it is and he told you a lot of shit about me yes and that wasn't true Vicky, the notion that wasn't true, and I've had discussions. But, so, but it's hard to shake that because it's almost like, why would you be sabotaging your friend? Because he, I'm not going to say his name because people are going to flip the fuck out. But this guy is the reason why I don't work with Rogan anymore. Because what he told you is what he told a bunch of people Ugh. that wasn't fucking true. And that even if it was true, and it's and like I'm going to be honest with you, mm -hmm. it's why I don't work with the podcast I kind of started after I worked with you. Because once again, somebody I helped in my life has gone out of his way right. to tell secrets that were told under the umbrella of treatment and friendship and right. support to tell people to try to destroy me. And... And he did it. And he lied and he lied and he lied. And the only... I don't want to get... I, that I can't get into because it will bring up a whole emotion of something that I have going on in my life that I need to keep going. But I will tell you this. I was not complaining about you any more than you would complain about somebody when you were like working together on something and they want to do something their way and you want to do it your way right. and it's just a natural butting heads right. but a, a main thing and and also it was the situation that we were in it was the way i it was the way i was dressed i mean there was a lot of it was at a live naughty show and now this is almost three years into this podcast where and, and this is another how you main, dress. Main I said thing. how you dressed. No, no. How I how I was dressed where I'm going to this live thing that has the same name as the podcast I've been on for years. Yet I'm not a part of it whatsoever. Right. I'm hidden in the back, but I'm wearing like a 70 fucking dollar dress and 70 dollar shoes. So okay. I spent all this fucking money to look the way I do I to be hidden right. in a back right. room. Right. And. So when you're in that situation, in this outfit, and the things that were being said yes. to me was just like, in my head, that was that. Um, and we were about to do the 200. Yes. And I thought, after the 200, that's going to be that. And I showed up to the 200, same way, dressed up, brought the cake. Um, and that's when Dave Anthony asked us to do the podcast festival. And I said, well, I'm not fucking going to leave now. Because right. I'm going to do this fucking right. festival now. Which I think I'm banned from for some right. reason. Really? I think. I don't think so. I, I didn't get that impression. I thought that maybe because of what Eddie If did on stage. I think and I was he might be banned. <laughs> but I had nothing to do with it. And I, I was just on stage and I was just like, this yeah. is crazy. Oh, that's right. You were on stage. I forgot you were on stage. But for that. I love those guys from the podcast. I just yeah. feel that that's too much pressure for me to do a fuck. I just felt. Right. And you guys played mind games with me on that one. That you're telling me oh, yeah, up yeah, our yeah. numbers and yeah. you guys thought it was funny yeah, to fuck we, with somebody. It was really funny. It was so, <laughs> here's what I have to say to all that. The reason I I tried to get you guys up into that show any right. way I could. Right. What people don't understand about the naughty show at that time when it was cooking with gas yes. was that it was the deepest waters I've ever seen anybody do. And to throw anybody just out there, right. it, it would say, it would just and, be and, rough. Right. And you, and I you didn't have that. enough. I'm listening just real quick. You didn't have enough stage time. 
to be I up didn't, there. I never asked for stand-up on the Naughty Show, and I never would. But there's a difference between... You also did a show where literally people karaoke'd, and I think I could have handled a karaoke song. I'm going to do it again. You also did a rap battle. Would you like to do it again? Yes, I'm I would. About to Absolutely. Do it. Yes, Vicky, I'd love to do you it. you will be... I would love to. Would you like to. to just do your own rap, or would no, you like no, to no, be no, able no, to No, 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 no. I want to do the thing that You're in. everyone else did. I'm a really reasonable mm. guy. I will tell you why I got hurt. <laughs> this is the weirdest podcast. Oh, my God. This is happening. <laughs> I, I, even though we haven't talked for, I wish you nothing but love. I, I consider you a friend, even though I don't talk to you as much because it got weird. I love you and I love Gareth and I would want nothing more than for you to do what you're doing now and what he's doing now. I was so happy for you. Right. I've always been like, can I help people who I think are talented go find what they want to do in life? Right. And I've always done that. I've always found diamonds in the rough. I've done it a thousand times. I keep, and I'll keep doing it because I like help. Because I realize when you're on the outside, and not that I'm on the inside. You know, I just did some shit at Comedy Central, and I saw what the inside is. And now I don't live in that world. Right. I, I fucking flew up, touched it, right. and I fucking <laughs> came back down. And well, you know, this project's still going. I got a lot of shit great going on, but. I understand what's be like way on the outside is. And I like to take people. And that's why I'm like, who is this chick that fucking called in and wanted to be on the show? And I know that you and Red Band bumped heads. Yeah. And there was like. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess I like him. I don't. I yeah, think I like Red, Band Red Band was a crazy, is a, a wonderful dude who ran shit crazy. And he is yeah. his dude. And I love him to death. And I wish him nothing but love either. So I got weird and why I did the podcast and maybe I got weird with you more than I got weird with Gareth. And I didn't really get weird with Gareth at all, but I no, felt it didn't it was seem like at all like that. You and I bumped heads were two things you and I would bitch about. And this is like, and I'm, this is not, don't take this as attack, attack, attack. This is me. Like, let's talk about this throw in the air and then go back to being friends in whatever capacity that means. Right. Right. Okay. Yes. Like, like, <laughs> I like you. I don't I like, like that you we don't too. talk I anymore. I don't I like it at maybe... all, and it really hurt my feelings, but I completely expected it. I completely expected it, and I even told you I was afraid of it, and you said I was crazy. But I was like, the minute I don't do things for you, well, you're that, not going to talk to me anymore. That's not what happened at all. That is how and I, I felt like it's what happened. I will tell you why. Please do. I what I thought know. happened. Okay. I would love to know what you thought happened. Okay. <laughs> First of all, the dollop, right? I couldn't be happier for Gareth. Interesting. Okay. I couldn't be happier for Gareth. P you know, I get my balls busted by Al Magical that Dave Anthony stole Gareth from me. And I'm like, that's not true at all. I don't think that, but. It's not true at all. I want nothing but Gareth. Gareth should be the biggest comic in the world. I've always loved Gareth. Right. But like, that thing happened and nobody told me anything was going on. Nobody even said, oh yeah, Dave Anthony wants to do a show with Gareth. I've been like, fuck yeah. Like, it happened and like nobody told me anything was happening to the point where I'm like, I don't even get like, not even, because I, I don't care. I like, I'm happy for him. I knew there was like a, a, a window for him to slide in and do big things, which ended up fucking happening. Mm -hmm. But I wanted somebody to, I like, why did anyone even bring it up? Like, uh, you know, Dave Anthony wants to do a show again. Oh, fuck yeah, cool. I had a problem with Dave Anthony because I felt Dave Anthony never had any respect for me or what I did, and there was a discount of what we were doing because we had occasionally a chick who wanted to get naked but was right. afraid of clowns on a fucking show. Right, right. Which to me is fucking gold. But everybody else <laughs> thought it was fucking weird. That episode is gold, dude. But anyway. That was the, that was the 200th. Yes, that was gold. <laughs> that was the 200th. But nobody ever told me anything at all. And it just made me feel like there was like, I, what, who am I, the, who am I, dad? Am I an asshole? Is there, is there something coming off like it's being like some weird behind the door shit? And I'm like, it just hurt my feelings that no one would be able But to I wasn't involved. I'm not involved with that show at all. Yeah, but you knew it was going down. Yeah, but I think we like promoted it on the show and everything. Not till after it happened. But why would that be on me to say anything? Because it, it wasn't just, it was still on Gareth too. And okay. I was just like, I don't know why anybody wouldn't tell me right. that. But and you've had Gareth on many times in the past two years. Because. On this show and, and the other one. 100%. Right. 100%. Okay. And here, but this is what we're talking about. Right. So then, 
So then what also hurt my feelings was that you and I used to bitch so much about Playboy Radio. Bitch all the time. Oh, let's go here. Bitch all the time about Playboy Radio. Yes. And then a week after our show, you have your own show on Playboy Radio. I'm so glad you brought this up because I almost forgot about it until you mentioned Playboy Radio before. Yeah. Okay. This is what happened. I did not get my own show on Playboy Radio. That's not what happened at all. Rick, our engineer. Yes. He thought I was great. You he, ne- he never you saw great. anyone out of all the shows they made. No one ever showed up as prepared as us and brought in guests. They did all, you know, we did so much we shit. We should have been huge. Yes. And and they probably should have marketed it differently. Well, they should have gave, they, they should have done what they're doing now, but even though it's dead, is mm. they started too late. They started fucking live streaming it. And I'm like, that's what you should have been doing from the start. Right. The audio for free, pay a dollar a month for the fucking live stream. Right. I had no intention to ever set foot in that building again, ever. Um, This is what happened. Rick contacted me and said that there's a show called Just for the Articles. I knew the host, this guy, Joel. I knew him already. Um, And that he needs a co-host. Right. Um, This was a job they were going to pay. Yeah, $10. Um, that's, that's 10 fucking do- But wait, it gets better. 10 fucking dollars, yes. which to me at least breaks even the gas to Burbank. No, I get it. Um, but that, I was after them paying me. I don't care if it's a dollar. It's the point. You're fucking paying me now. I get it. And to get that fucking card for the elevator, which we should have had. Yeah, we should have so had a this thousand was my, times. This was my fuck you with them. Right. This, had, this wasn't involved either. Right. So here's what happened. So I go on and like, all right, well, let's let me see what happens. Like it's a cluster. You know, let me let me go on. It's like a trial run. So um, there was really never any guest, and the other guy pretty much did everything. And it's just like I'm there, like, oh hey, oh, making jokes. Sweet and ten bucks. Yeah, here's my here's my two cents. But there was no ten bucks. So at first I say to the host, I'm like, are you know, are they paying you? Are you getting paid for this? Yes, he is getting paid. He had, at that point, co-hosted 12 episodes on Playboy Radio. I had produced 120 episodes and co-hosted on Playboy Radio. So now this comic, and a comic should always be taken, we should be aligned. Not that I'm a comic, but you understand what I'm saying. Talent should stick with talent. talent. And you don't tell me to hold my, slow my fucking roll, especially because you know who I'm talking about. Right. So... Um, for, for episode, you know, he's like, let me just make sure, like, you know, um, like, let's just do a few of these yes. and then we'll say something. And then, and then, f- you know, four episodes turns into eight episodes. I, and these were they my They told things. us they were going to give us $10 a show for the night show. Yes. I never saw anything. a dollar. They never gave us anything. They, they never gave us the pass in to on the it. elevators. Nothing. Nothing at yeah, all. Yeah, he fucked it up. That guy, yeah. and we won't say his name, destroyed that brand, ran it into the ground, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just like what I dealt with in uh, Vegas right now. Just, it's amazing to me the people who get the opportunities are the least equipped to deal with the opportunities, and they, and they jump over dollars to make dimes. I was convinced the fucking Playboy, mm-hmm. Playboy Plus was just strictly to a uh, loss leader, a tax write off to, I mean, to pull them off of Sirius Radio. Right, is the, the was the fatal blow. Because they yes. try to do it vivid video. But back to what we're talking about. Oh, because, so, come on, you know for like 56 minutes to be able to be like, I'm on Sirius uh, XM, well, that's you would show Garfield up and, and say Oaks anything. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you'd say anything. Ju- you'd just roll in to do that show just to say I'm on Sirius. Yeah. E- even though, you know, how much clout does that even have anymore? But it would have meant something to me. It, it would mean something. It grows, it grows, it grows. But right. the point was that that's why I got weird and my feelings were hurt. And and that's I, hilarious because that was literally 10 or 11 weeks. But, you know, it's like... I did 10 you, episodes and I was like... I, and I literally... You know how I... But you know, I like, just didn't they, go anymore. They were like... He was just... He got so angry at us for no fucking reason. He's like, mm-hmm. you guys got to pay for the fucking studio. I'm like... You run our show 17 times a fucking week. Yeah. I'm not paying for jack now, shit. Now, their schedule at one point, and this is when they were people, they were paid subscribers. I went through and counted every time slot. 11% of their airtime was our show. 11%. Yes. 
because we were the best show and we were cooking with gas. Except Every for the day Jason Rouse show. Every day they'd run it. When he wouldn't let it, when he just wanted to talk about banging kids. And oh, I was yeah, like, they, oh, okay, and, and we can't run this thing. They pulled it off the Jason uh, Rouse is just <laughs> such a weird fucking dude, right? So anyways, that's why He's my feelings were I love hurt. him. I love him. Well, that's hilarious. So well, I um, want to discuss it with you. Right. I, I, I miss that we're not friends. You right. Know? So that's I, what I want to discuss. Uh, any, you can now go off on anything you would like to go Okay, um, well, a main thing to me, because yes, you're describing the naughty show live, and you're describing the deep waters, and you're describing what it's like. I understand that, but what you need to understand, my objective to do a podcast, I don't, I'm not trying to, to do stand-up and sell tickets for stand-up. I want the podcast, the live podcast, to be the thing that tours. Right. You are never going to want to do that. You're a headliner. You make that money already. You have that audience already. I, I, I have no desire to come on here and be like, "Come see me at this place," because I'm not playing at this place. I want to do. If you rap, I want to do the live show, right? But the rapping—that's that's another thing that I, I didn't just wake up and have that. I've been able to do that the whole time. Right. You know. You got so, skills. Yeah, I knew it. Well, I understood that. <laughs> I understood that. I just knew. That our numbers were something where if we went on the road, it wasn't going to be packed. I was trying to figure out how to fucking pack it, how to move a circus around and make it cost effective. And that's all was, I don't know why we didn't translate more. And, you know, later on I learned that people just want simple. And we were a fucking a sea of chaos. Yes. And... I also think the fact that we were on the West Coast compared to the East Coast. If we were an East Coast show, we would have blown the fuck up. But on the West Coast, we were a front to their fucking progressivism. And we we didn't fit into what they thought fucking liberalism being liberal is. And and just like you said, we had everybody on our show. Every make, every style, Mm -hmm. every sexual preference. As long it was legal, we would have you on and we would discuss it. And I still to this day think it was way ahead of its time. And I should start releasing some of those old old episodes. See if we can get that going. But (laughs) that's Uh what I wanted to say. As I've always liked you. I don't like that we are not friends anymore. We talked a lot all the time. I, I, I would love to get back well, to Well, I don't the- either, but by not talking to me afterwards, it completely validated to me everything I was told that upset me in the first place. I, you know, when I did your <laughs> final episode in your house, you were very combative, man. Right. I felt like you came at me with a lot of pain that because came from you probably ended, this talk. Because you, first of all, I didn't want to end the podcast. I just didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I, I don't understand... So many people, you know, Red, Red Band, Tebow, these people come and go. Gareth, everybody comes and goes. You still do the naughty show. Why am I so connected to it that we have to end the whole show? Because well, I the don't reason do I ended the whole show because I felt like we had talked about everything that I had felt that people had made their ideas about that podcast. Right. That that they weren't going to fucking find it and fucking listen to it. Because they'd rather listen to just whatever weird shit this guy or that guy was doing. It that people had made a decision on it, and we'd investigate all the trannies. We've talked to all the swingers. We've met with all the fucking porn stars. We met with all the weed people. We met with all the drug yeah. people. We met with all the witches. We met with all the fucking <laughs> dominatrix. We met with everybody, and that we had just like the team had gotten together and wanted to try something else. Mm. That's okay. why it ended. It didn't end because I, I hated I had no anybody. intention of the show ending, though. That's the thing. So what, the were thing. you going to quit and, and then it only... doesn't go anywhere? And then what, what I was going to do it on my own? Yeah. Or well, not on your own, but with whoever. Which seems like is what happened. I, on well, our feed, for some reason. The reason I kept other... doing the feed <laughs> is that, because I that's... didn't want anyone to steal the Naughty Show name and do it as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know, but the feed would have existed either way. I, I, I mean, if you, that's what I, I don't understand. I felt we stopped it because everybody's scumbags. There's so many fucking desperate people mm-hmm. that if we stopped doing the feed, right. we stopped it. Meaning no more episodes were on the feed. People be like, oh, that show's done. We can start our own version. And then there would be a naughty show version of someone else doing right. it. 
Here's another really weird thing that happened because to me, no matter what, no matter what I do or Gareth or anyone else, that's your feed. That's yours. So you could do whatever you want with it if I leave. What's weird to me is for someone to stroll in as the new co-host who I barely know at all who unfollows me but oh. uses my feed that I built for fucking years. Like all those reviews, here you go. Who unfollowed you, Vicky? Vicky. I had I have no issue with Vicky. I have no issue at all, but something made this guy unfollow me, which I'm just saying to me, that would be like if I come join the show and unfollow you're Red Band. I would never do you're that. You're on the naughty show. You have not followed you have not I'm not talking about the show. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the person that rolls up and and has a ready-made feed of 200 episodes all of a sudden that I thought we were pretty cool. I'm not like best friends with the person, but I thought we were And he blocked you. He Was it a guy me, or a but girl? He unfollowed me. It was a guy. Yeah, he's crazy. I guess. Yeah. So don't get mad at me for his shit cuz I'm yeah, in a fight with to, him right now. Yeah, but to me it's like you don't know me at all, but you are partnered up with this guy every week so what did this guy say to you about me for all of a sudden you because even if you fucking hate everything i say and you hate every fucking tweet i, I make hate you you're using that feed i'm not talking about you i'm not talking about you I but to me it. it's like something was said that that all of a sudden he you decide to not like me job. which was big. and he's got his own thing and he'll go through it and he'll mm. fucking realize that you know it's just like i don't know you at all i have no I no. can't control what he does. And I'm just here to deal with what happened between us, see if we can go back to being friends. Like, yeah. you don't come by the comedy store anymore. No, never. Why? Never. Because I'm, I'm busy now. <laughs> I get it. No, I respect that. And I'm happy where you are. I couldn't be happier yeah. for all the stuff you're doing. Oh, thanks. The it's editing all right. and all that stuff you started doing with the Naughty Show, yeah. right? Yeah. And you went on to do great shit. Gareth Reynolds fucking yeah. started on the Naughty Show. Doing the fucking naughty show. We were the first one to put my podcast. Yes. Now he's on this huge one. Yes. So everybody seems to have worked out. I'm still fucking grinding, and that's fucking cool. Right. It's all good. But I had nothing to do with the formation or any kind of secrecy about the dollop. It, it had just became to do something, with me. and it just was. I okay. just at the time got my feelings hurt that no one would even bring it up. Yeah. That hey, dude, Garrett's gonna do a podcast with Dave. Great. It just seems like it was up and it was running. And nobody even told me, and I'm just like, I don't Cause know. Because it, it already existed without Gareth. Dave did it alone. So it was like Gareth was a guest, and then Gareth was a guest again. And so slowly this thing morphed. Yeah. This and then walking the like room a big dissolved. Conspiracy. And then it slipped in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all. I and mean, I think, it, there, I'm was, not saying I my think there was hard feelings there, too. Like, What's just way weird. worse ones. <laughs> well, I can get that. <laughs> and I have no say in any of that. St I have mm -hmm. no take on that. I, I don't even. And I feel like that might have caused some hard feelings with some people on on the walking the room. And, and again, it's like I had nothing to do with it. Like I this is literally my involvement in this is that I thought it was funny that Dave Anthony would just be contrarian to everything we did and that you and him would fight. I thought it was such a funny dynamic. The crazier the thing was going to be, the more I'd want him on. Um, that's literally where my involvement ends. Bringing Dave on the naughty show. That's all I did. I don't hate Dave. If I thought he had any respect for what I did, I would love him. I don't care if you right. fucking like what I do, but the dis I just felt he discounted everything. and it's yeah. just But he kept coming on. Yeah, but it's, it's what it's. Listen, I have no problems with Dave Anthony, and I wish him nothing but love and success. I really don't have any issues with him, but I feel like there's this whole thing with this Hollywood elite group, where it's just like they dismiss what we do, even though they love to partake into it because we have girls coming on half naked. All of a sudden, we're we're fucking disrespecting them or degrading them. When at the end of the day. Whether we like them or not, they're they going to do exist. what they're going to do. Yes. And it's just like, instead, like, we let them have fun and laugh. And at the end, they're like, I love doing the show. Thank you so much. And, like, when they go back, they go back to this fucking shit-ass world. And, like, it's just, it goes back to your whole thing about these being honest with, like, oh, we, you know, with having everybody on and being the only people who really do that. Yes. 
And it goes back to the hypocrisy of this town that I see yes. that, you know, this town like talks a big talk, but behind their back, they don't like these people. They don't like those people. They all live in gated communities. Please know that. Yeah. <laughs> Please know it's that. It's what Adam Carolla says about Hollywood. It's like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. They all sit there like, save the planet, and they're driving fucking yes, like right. Hummers and shit like that. <laughs> And that's it. Like, I walk the walk, and, and like everything that you see people doing in stand up now, I was doing 10 years ago. And it's just like, and you know, it's like the same thing with Comedy Central, who I love to death. I'm thankful to work with them. But when they're like, we don't like you, and then they give the naughty show basically to Nikki Glazer, and you're like, why didn't it work out? Who Nikki Glazer is great. Well, how about too? Like, there's, there's someone on Twitter that I see like almost every night where it's like, um, all they're tweeting about it's just, you would think, wow, this guy's such a feminist, such a feminist. And it's like, hey, Bro, didn't you produce the show that took an actual bit from the naughty show and put it on fucking television? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember that happening. But one hundred percent. But no one else seems. No one else seemed to notice Dude, that. Do you know happened. how many shit? How much stuff? happened on the Naughty Show that people went and put on TV and then gave us no credit for it whatsoever. Yeah, and, and just so anyone listening, if you think I'm being crazy and it's parallel thinking, it's not parallel thinking when it's literally the people. Who called us and asked us who the, the tranny was. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll get us on. And then they did. And then that's why Brody and I had a big fight. Oh, well, okay. Well, I and he's get... not the Twitter feed I was talking about, just I was... to make sure. Oh, yeah. That but... was a different one. Right. That was a different one. Uh, and if there is any fucking fallout, I'm on me. So real quick, we got to wrap it up. Thoughts on Trump. Jersey girl. Thoughts on Trump. I think it's hilarious. I think it's great too. I was talking about last night. He's like, I hate Trump. Everyone claps. I go, not for the reason you hate him. Not for the, right, right. You're hate, you're hilarious. mad because he beat Hillary. I can't, you're, you, you guys fucked up. Hillary is a Sith Lord and she couldn't be in a fucking ass clown. I, and that's what happened. I predicted it. This is the third presidential election that I've predicted accurately before the Iowa caucus. I knew he was going to win the first debate when he was in the middle. I was like, he's going to win the whole thing. Watch. And everyone acted like I was crazy. Everyone acted like I was an idiot. And it's like, I really see when you see all these posts, too, if you think this unfollow me, if you think this unfriend me, well, that's what creates this idea that you're running away with this election because you're not at all. And <laughs> you live in the echo chamber. To me, it's like, I can't believe anyone was surprised. Do you not have eyes? Did you not turn the television on? You see, you saw two guys in the primaries with massive crowds, Bernie and Trump. Yeah. Right. Then all of a sudden, Bernie's out of it. So then it's Trump, tw Trump TV, 24-7, tens of thousands of people every day, all over the place, and all these swing she states and all the rust belt. She thought she could just manipulate it. And she's trying oh. still. <laughs> she's trying still to flip it. She's like, I'm joined the fucking, the recount. I just, no, you started it, man. <laughs> You don't, you, you guys, there's, are you at all in the conspiracy theories? Are you not a conspiracy theory person? Um, totally. Probably not, but I don't, it depends. I don't know. I just think there's so much money. I think crimes mm -hmm. and like rigging election is a crime is all drawn by passion and money. Yeah. And when you look at an election and you look at Hillary Clinton, she's driven by her desire and her passion to be the first female president. That's all right. she wants. Right. I, I wouldn't doubt if you go if 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 someone went, listen, you can have the pregnancy. You just have to ki kill Chelsea. I wouldn't doubt if the thought would go through her head for a fucking second if it would be worth it. I think that Chelsea only exists so they can have these political careers. I think it's like, well, we got to marry each other. <laughs> we need at least one kid. Yeah, yeah. I and now I, I really think that. One hundred percent. He's a poon dog. She probably eats box. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's yeah. some weird ass shit, man. You don't think Hillary Clinton <laughs> eats some box, dog? And there's some. <laughs> I love the reaction. <laughs> I think they're poking the bear, dude. And I think like there is law and order when everyone agrees yeah. to it. This you... is what I think. This is what I think, and I, I, I kind of almost don't understand why more people aren't seeing it this way, unless they are, and no one wants to say it. Well, there's Hollywood people, and I'll let you get to it real quick, that play to the shadow group 
out there, this weird progressive shadow group. And they're like, it's like when you know assholes who are told dicks have like a tape on their mouth and then it's oh, like a no on eight. And you're like, right. you're an asshole who says the word faggot all the time. Like, what are you talking about? Right. You know, you don't like gay guys, but you're just you like there's this notion in L.A. that if you play to this elite right. power group that they're going to grant you that fucking audition or Fight you to that fucking group. It's like weird shit. Where I would hope, you know, I, I saw a lot of posts where it's like, you know, if if you see a woman hug her, if you see a black person tell them that they have they can be safe with you. Why would I, I'm I thirty five years people have known me. I need to make a list of the people that I like. You know who I like. Fucking anyone. Do I care about anything? And and like I said, I mean, look at look at all of our guests through the years and shit. Do you think anything fades? Right. You think I give a fuck where right. Mia Isabella pisses at Target? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I think it'd be super weird if she was forced to go into the urinal next to you since it's a woman. Yeah. And who cares what's in your pants? Yeah. It's so nuts. We all pee sitting down. We. <laughs> but I think that in my head it was like. After the primaries, like bye bye Bushes and then bye bye Clintons. Ha ha. She's not trying. They're trying to get her daughter to run now. They're like Kardashians. They don't they just understand. Keep pushing you're, out. You're all over with. If you Trump need is, somebody new now. If Trump ends up, we're gonna wrap up, Aaron. Uh, if Trump ends up being as devastating as like the left tries to make you think, which is not gonna happen. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's talking about getting rid of the reserve. It might end quicker than anybody wants to talk about. But <laughs> if 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 he ends up being as bad as he is, there is an argument that the Clintons are the worst thing to ever happen to America, ever. Right. And I'm not talking like fucking drought, uh, stock market crashes, everything. Like like. Deregulation of the banks, deregulation of the media, fucking free trade, and then giving us the Trump candidacy. Like, <laughs> that's a list of, that's a fucking who's who of murder of this country. <laughs> to the point where I don't think history will be kind with the, to them. I think over time, when as the internet keeps growing, and that's why I think you see them aging. I mean, they are entering their 70s, but it's like, right. there's a there's a 70s, and then, like my grandpa was 70, didn't look as bad as Clinton does. Like, Clinton's like, he feels like he can't sleep because he hears demons coming for his soul. All I was thinking is, okay, remember watching Dick Clark every year on Rock and Eve toward the end? I was like, do you really want to watch Slick Willie? Bill Clinton, Poonhound, yeah. deteriorate before our eyes over the next four to eight years. It's depressing. Like, dude, they got to start eating some spirit cooking It's depressing. And shit. It's sad. Have you heard of Pizzagate? <laughs> yes, of course. Thoughts. Positive, <laughs> negative. No, not positive, negative. <laughs> what? what? True. <laughs> true. Not true. Maybe true. Where there's smoke, there's fire. True, false. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, I, I personally think false, but I would... I would never say 100% false. I, I don't know. My thought is this. I don't know. Is it, I feel, and I, I appreciate what you're saying, and we're going to round it up, up in two minutes. Uh, I appreciate what you're saying. I personally think that to say there's no way, like there's people. There's like, always a way. I've had talks right. with people where they, they look at me and they mm -hmm. emotionally check out and they're like, I can't believe you're saying that. And like they walk off like just heartbroken that I would be like, can you say with all honesty that this is, impossible right he's like i'm not saying it's impossible it's implausible i'm saying with all the shit you've seen this government do and the people in the government do are you saying pedophile ring is so beyond that when you right. look at like the church penn state all sorts of that the notion that there might be well at a fucking pizza shop why not a pizza like what makes a pizza shop any crazier than a high profile d1 fucking football program or your local church how is a pizza shop any different than your local church so to say that there's no way it's happening is right. crazy just because i don't think it's this pizzeria or these or, or you're showing me an email where i feel like they're clearly describing a pool party and yeah. these are people that know each other's kids like the evidence i've seen is is so flimsy but the idea that something fucked up in dc could never happen yeah of course it could you know what it is, is everywhere that, is that we transmit our feelings of what we would do and how we would handle it and right if we could be involved with that to right. these politicians who i have think over it's sickening so i'm gonna project that well someone does it or yeah. it wouldn't be against the law yeah. we wouldn't have to worry there'd be no to catch a predator in england a highest levels of their 
government has been busted with this radio DJ, I can't remember his name, got busted doing charities for children, and at the charities, he would fuck these kids over. And it's horrible. Look into it. It's well, just... fucking Jared. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what Hold the on. fuck? The guy at Subway's fucking kids, but you can't believe that fucking comment ping pong is doing this. <laughs> and with that, Vicky, I hope that in some weird way, I feel like we could do a whole just hour on the discussion. I oh, I know. To too. just therapy. Uh, I just want to say I'm so happy. Like, uh, New just, podcast. Hashing well, it out with Sam Tripoli. And we'll, we'll hashing it. it out, but like I'm smoking hash <laughs> in the picture. Well, I'm so happy that you're doing well. I'm so oh, happy you. that you're making good money doing stuff <laughs> that that you went on to do. And I'm glad Garrett's doing bad. I would like to do a once in a while naughty show. Don't know if you're open to that. A naughty show podcast. Feeling it out. Get back to getting weird once in a while. <laughs> No, I like you a lot. I'm, I'm sorry we haven't been in each other's lives, and I wish we could go back to that in some form. I will randomly call you if you'd like to talk. I would love to talk. Yes, you called me every day for like three years, I and know. then you just That's stopped. That's why I called and talked. It was obviously... We both have hurt feelings about it, and I, that's what this was about. Just let's move on. Life's too short. Okay. All right? All right. So love I'm very you. thankful. I do love you, Vicky, and I'm thankful that you came to do the show, and I hope you had fun, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh, Safe Space, and we will see you next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>